pot her down. <laughs> Have you ever been present and watched someone live out their childhood dream in, in real time, like in front of your eyes? It happened to us Saturday afternoon, and it was very emotional. This childhood dream that we witnessed become reality. The above-the-fold headline reads, Naked Couple Arrested on Rutledge Road. But it's the 22-word lead that should earn the staff writer at the Morgan County Citizen in Madison, Georgia, a Pulitzer Prize. See if you agree with me. Coming up during this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Country star Clay Walker joins us for this episode. You'll learn what song Clay Walker passed on that became one of Blake Shelton's biggest hits. Something I didn't even know going in. And I add a song to the Spotify Hype Song Playlist that was written for Tina Turner back in 1987. But when his record label heard this song, they insisted that the group cut it themselves, and it became one of their biggest hits. Somebody hit the big red button. Let's get underway with episode 258. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about everything that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. We have conversations about current events and news headlines and trends, social media, pop culture, and country music, of course, plus endearing and revealing conversations about parenting, marriage, and personal growth. This is Cadillac Jack, my second act. Welcome to episode number 258. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. I um, engineered a citizen's arrest well kind of i mean i wasn't like in on the arrest but i like i think i broke up and busted up a fentanyl ring or possibly um a a kidnapping or abduction or i thought about it later maybe they were going after like a pig or a goat or a horse to do some kind of like senior prank thing we were kindly invited to the braves game yesterday we had a blast we went um and saw the braves lose unfortunately but it didn't matter because we um, just had a great time with a bunch of friends and so you had come and you had met me um, at the store where I work and we took one car. And so we were coming back. We totally forgot. And we came home. We're like, oh my gosh, we got to go get your car. So we went to get your car. None of this is relevant to the story, but I'm just giving you like, you know, when you're like, what, what is this? Well, you're giving us? like when you're in Dateline, you have to like, they give so much information that they try to confuse you. So you can't figure out who did it ahead of time. So that's what so I'm you're, doing. So right you're, now. you're stuck. You're, you're drawn in. <clears throat> I'm drawing right, in. Just, just, okay. All right. So, so I pulled into the neighborhood and I see this Toyota Corolla black, fair condition. And it's like pulling in and it's in front of me. And it turns, this is into our neighborhood. It turns left and it just stops like in the middle of the road and out get four kids, one without a shirt on. Now these are boys, one without a shirt on, two without shoes on. And I'm like, okay, well, that's probably not the best place for them to park, but whatever, you know, maybe they're coming to this house. And then the house they were in front of, I'm like, no. They don't belong at that house. And then I thought, are they visiting these people at the house? All this is running through my head as I'm sitting at the stop sign. Does it side. hurt when all this is going through your head? Not really. Okay. Um, so I'm sitting at the stop sign. mine. And I'm processing all this. And I'm like, hmm, okay, yeah, yep, 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 yep. So I turn left. And as I'm about to turn left, they pop the trunk. And do you know what they pull out of the trunk? Cadillac Jack, a rope. And they take off running from their car. With, with a rope. With a rope. And they go into the woods and they come out of the woods. And they go into the woods behind like our neighbor's um, house. And the Henry's? We're not naming names. Oh. And they come in and out. And so I'm like, this is not right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to call the non-emergency line. 
call 611 and this nice woman answers and I said hello and she said hi you know what are you calling about and I said so this situation has happened I tell her what's going on and I'm like I don't want to be a Karen but there's something weird going on here okay and you know I don't know if they're trying to break in cars or what's going on but something's not right and I said she said where's the car parked I said as soon as you pull in the neighborhood he'll slam into it because it's literally they just parked it in the middle of the road and here's where it gets good she said eight minutes in do they have any weapons and i said no i said but they popped their trunk and i said to her do you know what they like we're friends me and her the Uh operator i said do you know what they pulled out of the trunk and she said a weapon ma'am i just asked if they had weapons i said a rope this is my favorite one she goes where were they going with the rope like i know and i'm involved she turned it i said that's what i need 611 for i said but i'll tell you what they better not be doing Mm. is going to get my graduation banner up at the front of the neighborhood yeah because that would be a problem like, they can steal a goat, but don't take the graduation banner, not yet. I mean, it took so long for these people to get the banner up. Let's just leave it up for a little while. So I'm like, what is That's just weird. So she's like, okay, do you want me to call you back after the officer gets there? I said, no, I do not want to be involved. And I lied. I said, I have a baby at home, and I do not want anybody to knock on the door. Because I just didn't want to be pulled in, you know, into the middle of it. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I wanted to stop the murder, but I didn't want to be involved. You don't want to be a, 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 a witness. Now, bear in mind. I had just watched on the witness a list. couple of episodes of Candy on Hulu. So I'm kind of like in this weird orbit of everybody's trying to murder everybody, which if you haven't seen, you just need to watch just to walk through the 80s Ugh. again. But anyway, so I pull up in the driveway and I come back outside because Roscoe's barking. I'm thinking, uh oh, what's going on? They're coming to get me. And I hear the police at the front of the, with the sirens on, at the front of the neighborhood. And so I kind of walk down to see what's going on and I can hear some yelling. And then I thought, I'm going to get in my car and cruise back by. So I pull out, and they're, now they've moved the party. There's another police car, and it's up on the main road where we live off of. And I drive by, and they have the one without a shirt in handcuffs. Mm. And now I'm thinking, damn, I wish I'd told them to update me on what happened. Well, because I'm potentially missing out on a medallion, which I'm obsessed with since going to graduation. What are you talking about? You know how all the kids have the medallions? And I'm like, we didn't have this crap when we like graduated from high school. And their, their medals Did and- you have any of that when you graduated from high school? No. No, but was it even offered? Uh, no. Probably the National Beta Society or something. Society we didn't something. have any of that. Okay, Nobody anyway. could right, afford it. So why, 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 why are you missing out on a medallion? Because I'm thinking I could have stopped some huge murder, fentanyl ring, something, and I could have gotten a citizen medal from the police, the Milton Police Department. And now because they don't know who I am, so they may be putting out an all call. Like, can you please yeah. identify the woman who helped us bring to, to down. Solve this, solve this crime, mystery. Yeah. Break up this crime and solve this mystery. And then the car was gone. Because you came in and I said, yeah, is the gone, car there? Gone. gone like a freight train, gone like yesterday's Montgomery Gentry thing. Well, that's fat. That's uh that's that's good. That's good stuff. I, I cautioned you though when I got home about getting involved with a um a law enforcement investigation to the level at which you did. You know, did we need to cruise by and look again and yes. take a look see we did? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, here's how you find out what the uh, what what happened. Call Richie. No. You could. Um Call Hans or Carl because they get the police blotter at the Appen Media Group. Okay, yes, I will do. That. They, get, they have access to all the police reports. <laughs> I mean, I want to stay incognito, indiscreet. Like I'm in the street, but I want to be indiscreet. Indiscreet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, and this is just an average Saturday, but here's the thing sometimes when the world comes to your front door, you can't pick and choose. Like, whether or your not level of involvement. you're going to get involved. Yeah. And I thought about it later. This must be like what, like Batman and like people seriously who are like superheroes, because uh-huh. I don't know how to explain it. Like you just get, I feel like I get pulled into this kind of stuff for a reason, you know? Um, 
How did you get pulled into it, though? Because the timing was unbelievable that this all came down right when I pulled in. So you're there to save it. Not when Robin, so our neighbor, pulled in. Not right. when Debbie pulled in. Yeah, the old but man when up the hill. I pulled in. Cranky old man up the hill, not here. Yeah. Well, we'll get an update uh, after we check in with the uh, the uh, the uh, the app and media group has their own crime reporter. I've met her. I don't remember her name. Very nice lady. There's dogs everywhere. There's four dogs in my car. What are we going to do? Today's do first. Do we have four yes. dogs? Um, no, but there's two out here. Oh, okay. At uh, whose house is that? Yeah. Today's the last day of May. Tomorrow's June 1st. If you're listening on Upload Day, we have talked about Snapchat founder Evan Spiegel, who paid off the student loans for graduates at the Otis College of Art Design, a gift of more than $10 million. We've, we've talked about Pinky Cole at Clark Atlanta, gifting LLCs to the graduating class of 2022. We have also um, talked about other celebrity commencement addresses and do are, are we now conditioned to just assume that maybe there's a chance your student loan is going to get paid off or you're going to get a gift of some sort. The largest donation to graduating college students happened here in Atlanta in 2019. The richest black person in the world spent $34 million in 2019 to pay off the student debt for the entire graduating class of Morehouse College. Did you hear me, Donna? What $34 million. What does he do? Well, he is a um, a tech tycoon, I think, or a private equity tycoon. Robert Smith is his okay. Name. Um, now, a year after he paid off thirty more thirty four million dollars in student loan to the graduating class of, of of Morehouse here in Atlanta, a year after that, he agreed to pay one hundred and thirty nine million dollars of fine for his role in a tax evasion scheme. I mean, how much did he owe in taxes? I can't to, to have to pay one hundred and thirty nine million dollars. A lot. You, you had some back taxes or something. Yeah. You had something. You had a file. That's what you had. And fuzzy math, I bet. There was a really unique occurrence in Snellville, Georgia, last week. Snellville is a suburb of Atlanta, 30 miles northeast of the city in Gwinnett County. There was a unique high school graduating gift from a 2000 graduate of Brookwood High School. The speaker's worth an estimated $8 billion by Forbes. I can't pronounce his last name, I don't think. It's Joe Gibbia? Jebia. Oh, that, yes. And he is co-founder of Airbnb. And this was his address to the class of 2022 last week at Brookwood High School in Snellville, Georgia. I would like to give you a piece of my dream to help inspire yours and let you know that it is possible. I'm giving each of you a few of my shares in Airbnb stock. It comes with a small request. When you have a doubt about yourself, your dreams, or whether you're capable of achieving them, tell yourself, yes, I can. There were 890 seniors at Brookwood High School that uh, graduated when he spoke. They each got 22 shares of Airbnb stock. It comes out to about $2,400 worth of stock per graduate. And that's based on the closing price the day that this happened for Airbnb stock, $100. Ten dollars and forty cents a share. All together, Don. It was a gift from this Joe. Pronounce it like a French person again. Chevia. The gift for Brookwood seniors worth nearly two point two million dollars. I actually love this. I um even the Peaky Cole thing, I um I think it's really creative the way that people are doing things like this now. Where it's not necessarily just I mean, I think it's great to pay off student loans and all of that stuff. I do. Um it's sort of like, you know, you're you own stock in a company and a successful company. 
and a very notable one. And um, it's no different. I mean, again, the gift is worth $2.2 million, But I, I think it's, I don't know. I, I just think it's really interesting how people are doing these types of things now. And if you yeah. um, sell it, you're, you get hit with the tax debts. So. There's that. All right. <laughs> the above fold headline reads, Naked Couple Arrested on Rutledge Road. We've read that yeah. before, I'm sure, at some yeah. point, right? Yeah. But it's the 22-word lead that should earn this staff writer at the Morgan County Citizen in Madison, Georgia, a Pulitzer Prize. Madison, Georgia is about uh, 60 miles what, east towards Augusta. Yeah. Yes. Here is the lead. After Duncan Cumming, 74, aimed the barrel of his 12-gauge shotgun at the chest of the naked man who was attempting to enter his home moments before, the man asked a question. How do I get to Atlanta? The man asked. Walk to the end of my driveway and take a left. I have so many questions. You wouldn't blame. Did the man, <laughs> is this what he. It's this, a great lead though, right? Yes. Come on. Yes. Okay. But did he. So how do we know he was intending to break into his house? He just needed directions. He and his mother were, were found. They were naked. Beaten on the front door at this home. The wife was there. The wife and mother. The, the father and the son were like in the shop, which was on the property, you know, like in the garage behind the house or something. The, the, the wife and mother who, who answered the door to the naked couple, she buzzed them down at the shop on an intercom and said, grab your gun, call 911, get up here quick. You know, I was just thinking like, this is something that the Jehovah's Witnesses should take on. I've said before that they need a new useful, Stick. new useful platform. Stick. And this would be it. If you came to the door naked with a Bible over uh-huh. your parts and be like, can I come in and spread the word? You might be like, well, all you spread. Yeah. I don't know. What do you got? Yeah. Like I, I, there's something here. This is a new trend. Just like knocking on people's doors naked and asking them how to get places. Like, can you tell, like you, let's start doing that. Let's do that in the neighborhood tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. And just yeah. like knock on Debbie and Sean's door naked well, and be like, okay. Well, they know us. We need to do somebody we, that we don't know. And be, be like, anybody in here for me. But well, and we could be like, can you tell us how to get to LaGrange? Yeah. And just have people like, what? The jokes are on our front porch. We're nice people. Naked. We Doesn't just matter. need directions. Okay. We were present Saturday and watched in real time someone's childhood dream become a reality. And to my knowledge, I've never had this happen before. I've never been in someone's presence who had a lifelong dream to do something. And then right in, in, in front of your eyes, literally, that dream becomes reality. It happened for both of us Saturday at Turner Field, well, not Turner Field, Truist Park. The Braves decided to bring up from 2AA Mississippi, a 21-year-old kid named Michael Harris. He was a third-round draft pick for the Braves in 2019, graduated from Stockbridge High School which is in Henry County, South Atlanta, about uh, 35 miles south of the airport or downtown. And Friday night, he got the call to fly to Atlanta and suit up as an Atlanta Brave. Got a standing ovation. And there was a buzz, a lot of buzz about this, Donna, leading up to the game Saturday afternoon against the Marlins because it got out quickly that yes. they were flying him up here to, to suit up as, as, as an Atlanta Brave. Today, and there's the first big league hit. There we go. Hopefully, the first of 3,000. Friday night, he was playing in Pensacola as a double A Mississippi Brave, like in the the tail end of the game. Hey, by the way, they've called you up to Atlanta. Snick called, he had to call his parents, Donna, who were asleep in Henry County. 
because he needed a ride from the airport to Truist Park at 6.30. Here is uh, his mama and daddy at Truist Park talking about that phone call. They say, uh, how you guys doing? I'm wondering, can you guys pick me up in the morning from the airport? You're like, for what? You going to Gwinnett? He said, no, I'm going higher. And I said, stop playing. <laughs> he said, no. I said, well, I'll be there. Well, she said, I'll be there in the morning. And I said, well, I'm going back to sleep because he's playing. And you couldn't go back to sleep. You couldn't go back to sleep. I was up for the rest of the night. You got a little emotional seeing your son walk up to the plate. What was going on inside? I did. Um, Here we go. This has just been his dream. Since he was three years um, old. Since he was three. Three years old. This has and been his dream. And he said he was going to be here. Dad was referencing Gwinnett, which is the AAA Braves affiliate that's here in uh, Gwinnett County. We talked about Brookwood High School earlier. Uh, same county, Gwinnett County, northeast Atlanta. Here's uh, Braves manager Brian Snicker after the game. Interviewed his parents in the game. Says mom said he wanted to be in big league since he was three years old. What's it like having a kid that wanted to be a brave? I know that's awesome. I, that is just so special. Um, there's a lot of things special about this organization, this city, this this team, and and when guys grow up, and it's it's amazing <clears throat> the guys we get here, even free agent guys that come in, and it's like I want to meet Mark Lemke and I want to meet so and so, and they grew up Braves fans. You know, they they get all giddy when they see you know the former braves murph they used to when hank would show up you know guys growing up braves fans and then getting to meet you know guys they idolized that are walking the halls here pretty cool i love this story it is so true about the braves organization i think so many people grew up because they were america's team and and it was like you got chills when he got up to the plate because you just didn't know what was going to happen you know and he's making his major league debut during sunday's game he was in the outfield, Donna, and he catches a ball with his bare hands, almost like this kid's trying to show off. He's 21 years old. Yeah, I think that's dangerous. I think that okay. most um, managers would say, don't dare do that. Smoke towards center. Harris got a good job and a diving catch. Diving catch. 23, signed a contract with the Braves, Major League Baseball. Uh, he, was, uh, he was brought up to the big leagues, literally to the big leagues this weekend. What is the budget, do you suspect, in 2022, decorating and all that for a college dorm? Oh, it's a lot. What? Oh, my gosh, it's a lot. Yeah, I told you on a previous podcast, I've got wallpaper. I've got – here's the problem with this particular child. She – I know what she's going to do. She's going to take your direction. And so you're going to be like, we don't need to raise the bed. We don't need to put wallpaper on the wall. I don't think that we do. She's going to be like, we don't need to do that stuff. So Reed, one of our friends, told me at the ball – he was at the ball game. I said – we were talking about dorms, and his daughter went to Ole Miss. And I said, how long did it take you? He said, oh, it took so long. He said – and I just finally sat down on the bed, put my head in my hands, and I said, did you raise her bed? And he's like, no. And do you know I took so much crap on the way home? Because you raise the bed so that you can, you know – Put, put stuff, your desk underneath yeah, it. Yeah, put stuff underneath it, but he, he didn't know. So I'm just telling you ahead of time, I'm going to come with a schematic and a floor plan, and we're getting this plan to the finish line and execution. And if you need to take a beta blocker or what, because I, I mean, I don't I've know what got, that is. What month are we in? August. What, August. Early, late, mid? Mid. Basically, you walk into two twin beds that you're either going to have August. to raise or lower and a desk built into the wall. And when we were at gallery last weekend, I saw so many things. We were out there for our parking lot party that I've now changed to with the uninvited Lee Bryce. Okay. 
Um, so we were out there and I saw so many things that would work great in a dorm room. And one of the biggest things that they have right now, and you saw a couple of people buying them were the hanging chairs that are so comfortable. Like a birdcage. Like oh you're my gosh, in, it's you're a bird, in a bird Yeah, cage. it's a birdcage chair and it comes on a um, kind of a handle thing and it's really, really pretty and modern. I was thinking back to these like birdcage chairs that we had. Everything old is new again. But these, those were like macrame ones and they barely like would hold you. And the other thing that we've talked about before are those click clack little beds that are flat. It's almost like a futon, but then so it, when your boyfriend or your, your your child's boyfriend or girlfriend comes over to spend the night in your in their dorm room, you have an extra place for them to, to lay their head to click clack. No, that's not what it's for. It's almost like it would be a great little couch type area that you could sit on and watch TV. I just saw so many things, you know, because what Don and them are great. They have like rugs, they have table lamps and they have so many odds and end tables that like there was a great table that i know you and i saw and there were a couple of them that fit on a couch and you can use it to like put your laptop on and work while you're on a couch and it's a it's a small light table that you can move around those would be great for a dorm room you know if you because you don't have a lot of space if you want to sit on your bed and use your laptop or however you want to do it um i'm telling you if you go up there you will get a ton of ideas and i'm sure donna is like an expert at you know, putting all this stuff together for dorm rooms. So maybe it's not a dorm room. It could be an, an off-campus apartment. Ask the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brent. Well, you know what? I'll let Donna tell you all about it right now. It's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask, ask for Donna. Donna. Yes, ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman's daughter. Still uh, working, working hard six, seven days a week at the Gainesville store. My second act is also brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Tough. Fayetteville Ford. Glen Street in Fayetteville. FayettevilleFord.com. The uh, Bronco, great-looking redesign. It's on the line at Fable Ford. They moved six up last week. The Badlands Package, Big Ben, Outer Banks, Bronco Sport, Black Diamond, the Wild Track, the 2022 Bronco is hot at Fable Ford. Did you know that they had not done a Bronco? They had not produced a Bronco since like the mid-'90s, 96, until last 2021, last year. And now, now the 2022s are, are coming. Sorry about that, Don. They look amazing. They're really sexy and they're like masculine and like you can take the top off and you just like go out on the town. Date night. She's in love with California and the West Coast sunshine drink. This ain't no Hollywood and these hills ain't Beverly. Donna is adding to the Spotify Hype Song playlist for this episode. 258, Big and Rich. The name of the song is California. So freaking good. So good. What, what made you go back to this one? I just, I love the song. I have always loved the song. I just love it. It's kind of, uh, it, it showcases like their harmony and stuff. I love it, love it, love it. Jingle jangly. But it's so good. You know, I love a good California theme. All right, this is where you say, sweetie, what do you think you'll add? Oh, Caddy. I can't wait to hear your selection. Caddy, sweetheart, adorableness. What would you like to add? <coughs> All right. The year was 1987. David Coverdale had been writing stuff for an album for White Snake. He goes in and plays this one particular song, and their label, EMI, said, no, absolutely not. You're not giving that to Tina Turner. You're keeping it for yourselves, and you're going to cut it. And it became one of their biggest hits. We're going to add Is This Love to the Hype Song playlist. So I can hold you in my arms, is this love? They wrote this originally for Tina Turner. This sounds like this could be a Tina Turner song. Agree or disagree, Don? Totally agree. And the fact that this is a rock band singing the song, it's like the 80s. It's too much. What do you mean too much? It's just, it cracks me up. I mean, this is like soft rock. One of the first concerts I ever saw. Was White Snake. God, I loved them growing up. 
Yeah. Um, so the new season of Stranger Things has dropped. And everyone says it's super dark and kind of weird and moody. But um, I have had so many friends of mine that have said that their kids have totally rediscovered these amazing 80 soundtracks because of the music that's in there. And they were like, dang. And all their kids are like, the music was so good back then. And it's like, really? Okay. Yeah. My sister had that on cassette. I'm flashing back right now to when I would have to ride the backpack of the Mazda RX-7. Because Julie, my sister, would stop and get her best friend Christy up the road from us in the neighborhood. So Christy would get shotgun. I'd have to ride to school and back. And, the, and the, it just they were smoking things they should not have been smoking. And it was just, it was Gosh. Horrible. They were like, yeah, high, just high as hell. I mean, you're a little, little high being the back of the, the RX-7, being subjected to such. And not even belted in. Debauchery, no. Oh, my dad did that to us too, Danny. Great okay, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. It is never too late to process that trauma. And start with therapy. I've told you long. this. No, it's time. not. It's not worth it at this point. It, no, because then it comes out. You act out in other ways. I told you this. by Not not you, but people do. I, I sent you a great meme the other day by not dealing with trauma. Well, I mean, that sounds so crazy to say. We're going to talk about memes next uh, episode. But it, it is by not dealing with trauma, it comes out. Who's had ways. trauma? Okay. All right. You can go back and listen to episodes, probably 14, 15, 16, 23, 45. I mean, you had to write letters to get free food, change price tags. Okay. Went to prison. Oh, uh, yes. Every weekend for three years to yes. see my mother's boyfriend who was behind bars. Sometimes I like, want to be mad at you, but I, I can't because. You know how screwed up I am. Now, okay, that's not. When you know why, though. It's nothing that I've done. Nothing that I've done. Okay, for. well, okay. Yeah. All right. As an adult, you have to process things that happened to you as a child. Any right. of the rounds and special places that you did, did you discuss things? Any of the what? Like visits to special places that you did. <laughs> did you guys like, did you talk about things? No. Like, did you ever participate like in family therapy no. with your family? No, no, my sister didn't rehab. I didn't. Why didn't you? It just wasn't part of our program. How on earth is that not part I of the program? Isn't that crazy? Because that's where it all starts from. I think all you told them I'm fine, probably. Uh, or you I told, probably like I ran my mom and dad the wrong date. Yeah, I'm you like, probably like here on the twenty third and twenty fourth, and it's like the eighth and ninth. You steamrolled. You steamrolled over that piece of those people. You were like, "I'm fine. I don't need that." Clay Walker is coming up. Country artist, country star, Clay Walker. During this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act, known the guy for about twenty years. Tug and I one time. Tug's one of, uh, a friend of mine, and we used to do a morning show together in Atlanta. Clay Walker played Country Fair several times. Don, remember? Yes, he's a great guy. And Tug and I, Clay always has uh, tossed up, or not always, but a lot of times tossed up beach balls at his concerts, uh-huh. you know, to give it that vibe. Uh, everybody's out of the venue. It's one o'clock in the morning. Tug and I are wandering around, and we see Clay Walker's balls. Mm. And Tug decides to touch them. Mm. Tug decides to take them home. Mm. And we gave away Clay Walker's balls the next morning. I think I've had a show. dream about this very same thing. We did. We wanted a dream. We did it. We did it. All right. Clay Walker is coming up this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are free because of generous support from partners like T-Mobile. Also guests of the Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast, a properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brands you know depend on and trust, Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. My second act is also brought to you by Brightmore Healthcare. Our country is no longer in the grip of the COVID-19 pandemic. It was a very trying and tiring time. For care team members at Brightmore Healthcare and Brightmore Hospice, yet they marched on. The stories during the pandemic of healthcare workers at Brightmore Hospice going above and beyond are endless. 
Brightmore care team members slept in tents in their backyards, RVs in their driveways. Many did not see their own families for days at a time, some for weeks. But each day, they cared for someone else and their family, often strangers. To the 473 employees of Brightmore Healthcare and Brightmore Hospice, we take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for doing what had to get done. Thank you for pushing through during the most trying time that this world has ever seen. 20 million Americans work in healthcare, and there are hundreds and hundreds of families who would agree that of the 20 million, the true angels and experts pin to themselves a Brightmore Hospice badge every day. Brightmorehospice.com. We care for patients in their home. No matter where home may be. If you don't live here in Alpharetta and you listen to this podcast and you live somewhere like Charleston, Birmingham, you're probably thinking, damn, they got something going on all the time. We do. We do. We had Taste of Alpharetta about two weeks ago. Big Memorial Day weekend in Alpharetta. Had the uh, Alpharetta Arts Tree Fest two days. Had the Farmer's Market. Had the 12 different live music events. And we're back at it again this weekend. Two huge events, Don, and also Alpharetta. Sunday is Savor the Boulevard. And when you worked for Atlanta Magazine for years, you were a big part of this uh, this 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 huge outdoor dinner that goes from north, south, east, west, whatever it is, on the boulevard at, at Avalon. Yeah, so Avalon created this event, and we brought together the partner, which I'm so proud of, and they're still working with them, and it just really makes me feel great. Um, so basically what they do is they put a long communal table down the entire boulevard, which if you're not familiar with Avalon and you live from another area, it's a huge outdoor shopping place. And so just, retail restaurant, yeah, uh, living space, yeah. Hotel, Avalon Hotel. But just think hotel of like Avalon. a beautiful tablescape. And when I say beautiful, the the things that these um amazing restaurants and the partners who work with them, um, the florist and and all of the china and everything, it's it's not just like you're sitting at a table. It is almost like an intimate dinner party experienced with 500 or so of your closest friends and all of the proceeds go to benefit or portion of the proceeds go to benefit the giving kitchen. And what the giving kitchen does is it is um, a, a charity that helps restaurant workers. And a lot of people who work in the food industry and the restaurant industry are not privileged enough to have health care, for example, um, or they may not, you know, they sometimes they get hurt on the job and they don't have like, you know, long term insurance. And so the Giving Kitchen stepped in to fulfill this. And what they do is they come and they help people. Um, it started with um, Jen Heidegger and her husband, Ryan, when he had um, terminal cancer and their community came together to really help them because he couldn't, you know, he was a chef and he couldn't cook at the time. And then from that, they created the Giving Kitchen. And it is an amazing, amazing charity that really helps all types of people across the entire city. Um, So basically the different restaurants at Avalon sell tickets and if you have a favorite restaurant, you can buy a ticket to, to sit, sit at their table to sit and you get like a full course table. meal yeah. that they would serve. And, and some of the restaurants, most everybody participates because yes. it's such a big deal. Savor the Boulevard, uh, Branch and Barrel, Coletta, Great Italian Restaurant, uh, Oak Steakhouse, Rumi's Kitchen, South City Kitchen, The Cape, Superica, is that right, Don? Superica, yeah. And CRU Food are all participating. Yeah, Crew Food, Wine Bar. And even if you don't want to get tickets, which hopefully you do and you will, and if you don't go this year, it's great. Go ahead and, I mean, you need to the tickets sell fast, so you want to get them even for next year. But you ought to come out to Avalon and just see what they do with the tablescapes. It's amazing just to see how beautiful it looks. And like I said, you can look down. 
I mean, it's a long way from one end of the boulevard to the other. Is it all the way there? Yeah. Really? Yes. And you can see it and it's just beautiful. So um, I'm so glad that they're still doing this. It was a great kind of thing that we sort of partnered with them with and I'm glad that they're still doing it. But these are just some of the things that we have going on all the time in Alpharetta. It is worth it just to drive over on the weekends. And we've said this a lot of times, if you're from one of our communities like Chattanooga, Tennessee, Macon, Savannah, definitely come down and stay in a hotel and enjoy everything that we have to offer. But if you just live over in like um, Duluth or somewhere and you're looking, you have great cities too, no doubt. But if you're looking for something new, just drive over on the weekend and you can literally park downtown Alpharetta and shop and eat and just enjoy the day. Stay There's the night. So you drink, stay do. the night. Yeah, so much to do. 30 partner hotels in Alpharetta. Awesome Alpharetta. Awesomealpharetta.com. Uh, Savor the Boulevard is this Sunday. It's a one-of-a-kind outdoor dining experience uh, at Avalon. Savor the Boulevard this Sunday, June 5th. Saturday, June 4th is the Brew Moon Fest in downtown Alpharetta. We'll talk about that more next episode. Stay a while, play a while in Awesome Alpharetta. Multi-platinum recording artist, country star, Clay Walker. Multiple number one hits on the Cadillac Jack, my second night podcast. talking to clay walker earlier this week and they have a one and a half year old right and i said are you and jessica affected by the baby formula shortage no okay i, I see that though you know I saw, I saw some of the comments around that stuff i'm just like uh personally i, I can't hardly, hardly fathom it happening you know but uh no we're not affected by it i thought to myself well we're going to end that conversation right here because that means one of two things either they're making organic baby food at home or Jessica's pumping. And I thought it'd be inappropriate to continue the conversation talking about Clay Walker's wife pumping breast milk, you know? <laughs> Where you gonna turn when you can't turn back for the bridges you've burned and they can't wait to kick you in the butt, then what? Whoa. Clay Walker, you have, I counted, man. You have, one, two, three, four, you have five under the age of 12 right now at home. Maybe you and Jessica should find something on Netflix or find a book to replay or something. <laughs> You discovered Alexandra Kay on TikTok, and you guys took her on the road with you for uh, about nine dates. She was in town with McGraw just uh, this past Friday night because she's on his tour now. How important? Yeah, he's copying us. I know. You know I mean, she, no, that, <laughs> that's his thing. And the, the discovery, the, the new artist discovery on TikTok and social media platforms is is for real. I think however you discover new artists is is for real, you know. And and it doesn't, there's no rule that says oh you're going to discover them, you know, in a club or at a karaoke bar or on YouTube. It, it's really man, people people have heart and souls, you know, and they 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 gravitate to. Uh, the things that are like themselves, you know, and I'm the same way. I think we all operate with that that instinctive uh, thing inside of us. And she's a she's a great artist, and she's a fun fun person. She's also very generous. And she she gave at the end of the tour, she gave me a bottle of wine. I'm like, you know, this is a this is a very good human being, and, and that that matters too. And I think people pick up on that better through social media than they do just through listening to music. You know, people are interested in knowing 
person that they're going to follow. And, and, and I think that's what social media does better um, than, than we ever did it, you know, in the 90s or 2000s or whenever. The, the social media now it allows you to get to know someone a little bit better, and I, I like that. She seems to be wise beyond her years because the end of tour gift, I don't know if it's expected or not, but it's something that you do at the end of a tour. If you're you know, an opening act or a mid-level act, you, you get the, the, the headliners a gift. Sometimes you get a car, sometimes you get a bottle of wine, but it's, it doesn't matter what the gift is. It's the thought that matters. I talked to Tracy Harris about that. He didn't get me anything. You certainly would be the headliner between you two. Right. I mean, come on. That's that's not up for debate. I don't think. No, no, you know, Tracy and I love each other. We we, we have a special relationship, and I, I you're right though about it, it is neat to get some gifts from from people. But what's even better? How well do they entertain the, the audience in front of us? How much did you or do you lean on? McClay and Skyler, when it comes to TikTok, do they give you notes? Do they give you cues? Do they give you you know, if there's something hot and trending. Do they say, listen, Dad, you really ought to jump on this trend or? Uh, especially maybe in, in when you first joined TikTok. You know, not so much, which is a little disappointing. Maybe they were holding back. I don't know. <laughs> but they, I tell you what they have done, given me new acts, that country acts that they like, like Randall King. You know, that, that's where right. I found out who Randall King was. You know, uh, He's a Texas, uh, Texas guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's actually how I discovered Cody Johnson. You know, uh, they, they were telling me, this is way back, you know. Definitely helped out in the new music category. But on the TikTok stuff, that's just... That just happened organically, which is really, I guess, the best way for it to happen. But you know how to duet, you know how to splice, and you know how to do... I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Hey, hey, it's called Stitch. Stitch. (laughs) You know how to splice. (laughs) Okay, Mr. Stitch. (laughs) So you had a uh, a, a TikTok video. You had something that uh, that went viral. And this is something that goes on all the time on TikTok. Unnecessary country censorship. I can make a living out of... Be a that ain't right. But it has crossed my mind. It has crossed your mind. <laughs> Who turned you on to the I did not know you were going to play that. Huh? Yeah, like well. a surprise. <laughs> you just kind of, you're going with it today, aren't you? I can make a living out of loving you. I'd be a millionaire in a week or two. I'd be doing what I love and loving what I do. Cause I can make a living out of loving you. It, it, it caught my attention, uh, obviously, and uh, I, I thought it was funny. And I thought this, this is a little bit risky, you know, because you know uh, my fans know know me very well, you know, for all these years, and they they know that I, I'm, I'm a gentleman. And sure, you know, I, I do have a sense of humor though that most people never get, and I, I I wish they did, you know, because a lot of times when I'm trying to be funny, people take it serious, and and I'm like. I just, golly, I just, I want to have some fun sometimes, you know, and so, you know, for example, there was this, uh, Blake Shelton was, was, you know, on TikTok with a, with a chainsaw, and, you know, and, and most people who follow me on TikTok, they know that's my thing, that do that, you know, and, uh, you know, a, a couple of years ago, he did a YouTube thing, and he was making fun of me, talking about that I didn't cut the song often, and so that's how he got it, so he says, I want to sing Clay Walker, you know. And I, I thought it was funny. I laughed about it. And some people that know me go, man, that wasn't right. I go, yeah, it was. It was funny because it's true, you know. And so, you know, so I do this chainsaw safety video and aim it back at him. And about it was so, it was so polarized. It was so, and I just went, take it down. It's too polarized. I'm, I really do love fun, you know. And this 
TikTok that you just played, I think is hilarious. There are things that go through my mind when I'm on stage singing the song. Not all the time, but sometimes you might think something like that, you know? And especially in rehearsal, when you got the band and they've played it 10,000 times, right, right. you might you might even say something like that when you're when you're in rehearsal or, or during sound check, you know? So, yeah, that's, it, it, it has some humor for me. What's your handle on TikTok? It's Clay Walker. Okay. Well, I don't know if you're underscore or, or exclamation point. I'm going to check it out. It's you... like there's only one, there's only room enough for one Cadillac. There's only room enough for one Clay Walker in this world. You and I have been talking about the fact that people just take themselves too seriously these days. And, 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 and everybody, we just need to lighten up. Everybody just needs to lighten up a little bit. And, and you know, I think that's one of the problems with the world right now, Clay, is, is that, listen, we've all been through a lot. But I think that maybe everybody got a little rigid. Everybody got a little stiff considering everything that's gone on in the past two and a half years, two, two and a half, three years, you know, depending on whose timeline you look at. Well, everybody tries to be perfect. You know, you look at somebody's Instagram or, or the, whatever socials you want to look at. They try to make everything look perfect. Yeah, the filters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got the perfect weight. I got the perfect angle on my face. I got the perfect skin. I got the perfect life. I'm rich. I got this. I got this brand, that brand. Uh, but you're right. We we have uh, things you know, that we owe each other. We, we all owe each other respect. Every person on this earth deserves that. It's not something that you have to earn. It's something that we owe each other. And if you operate with that, in mind, yeah, I, I think everything else just kind of comes a little easier, you know. Whenever we, when we operate with judgment, then I, I think we're just we're, we're in a bad place. And some, some more, some more kindness too. From well, I've been meaning to tell you about that, Cat. Like you need to be treating me with a little more kindness. Okay. 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 <laughs> what about uh, you know Elon Musk and Twitter? The edit button. You just spoke to everybody trying to be perfect and things on social media. You know, he says one of the things that he'll do is 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 put an edit button on Twitter so that you can go back and edit your tweets. Would you be for or against that? I definitely be for that. You know, I've made mistakes on Twitter. It, it's like when you say things with your voice, you know, and you laugh, you actually get the what is the intent you get that more you know when you write something out it's it's so rigid you know or can be perceived as so rigid so yeah i think you should be able to edit uh that wouldn't bother me a bit clay walker is delivering the commencement address to the class of 2022 at Noonan High School, where Alan Jackson graduated, or Thompson Upson High School, or Ola High School, or Spalding High School. What do you say to the graduating class of high school seniors in 2022? Uh, man, you know, I, I would I would probably want to say something uh, serious and something humorous. You know, uh, I, I guess the thing I'd, that I try to get across is there is no such thing as perfect yes you have to discern you have to discern what's good and what's bad because it's not your reality it's not your truth truth is 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 narrow by definition two plus two is four it's not 4.1 it's not 4.0001 truth is real and it's there for us to know the second thing is don't take yourself too serious Someone's always better than you. Something always, someone always knows more than you. Seek those people out and try to learn from them. Appreciate your time so much, man. And um, oh, thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Say my best to Jessica and uh, hug the kids for me. And uh, we'll see you this weekend. Follow me on TikTok and uh, keep on splicing. <laughs> <laughs>
I did not know until I spent time with Clay that he passed. The reason that Blake Shelton got Austin, which is one of the biggest hits of his career, is because Clay Walker passed on him. How about that? Good guy. Good visit. Clay Walker. ClayWalker.com on TikTok. Obviously, he's, he's very active on TikTok, at Clay Walker, on TikTok and all social media channels. Audio for this episode. From the Atlanta Braves and Bally Sports South, Kelsey Central on Twitter, EMI Records, Warner Records, Nashville, Brookwood High School in Gwinnett County Public Schools. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs>